Throughout our life, we make all kinds of connections, from our neighbors to our co-workers, from family members to people we interact with in business every day. What about the connections we make to ourself? Today, we'll explore the connections that we make and how they define our lives. This is Things Worth Considering with hosts Gord Riddell and Dr. Jan Hill. It's time to listen and learn. Good day, everyone, and uh, welcome to this episode of Things Worth Considering. I have the pleasure of welcoming back a former guest on the show, Maria Galley. And Maria is actually uh, uh, my co-host today. Uh, Jan is off on break. She's out on the East Coast and uh, enjoying the Christmas New Year's uh, break. And we're here still working away. Hi, Maria. Hey, Gord. Hi. Things are good? Not bad. Glad uh, to be back. Yeah. Surviving Christmas? I did. Yeah, wow. It was okay. great. Okay. I'm not going to ask you about presents because uh, I didn't get any, so. Well, you know, it's still waiting. It's waiting. It's waiting. It's still waiting. Yeah, yeah. It's still waiting. Chris, Santa Claus is still on his way to uh, me, actually. He didn't find your house. <laughs> I can't, really. <laughs> if I stop moving so much. <laughs> really. You know, it's uh, actually today is uh, in Canada. It's called Boxing Day. It's also a statutory holiday. It's the equivalent of Black Friday. Did you go out on it? Did you um, go out at all? Not even close. Not even close. Not <laughs> you know happening. I am exactly the same way. I do not like crowds. I do not like standing in line for something I have to give money to. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I see it. You know, I, my dislike of being out in crowds, I see as the universe's way of keeping me in check. Well, somebody Because I can't be buying. Well, you're not there. You said it's not going to get... Uh, Exactly. My credit cards are like way down because, well, everybody else is slamming them up since six o'clock this morning. That's just brutal. That's just brutal. So, you know, with coming up to year end, I always think that, in fact, it's the end of a decade as yeah. well, which is really, really kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, heading into 2020. Now, I think of Barbara Walters. I immediately think of either Barbara Walters or my eyesight. <laughs> I mean, 2020. Uh, it's going to take a while yeah. to get over this. Yeah, that's uh, true. I have to. I have to congratulate Barbara Walters for having had that uh, title of her show, which is an actual date now, uh, so ingrained in our heads. That's true. Uh, that's that's good marketing. Yeah, it's always nice to let go of stuff. I think, like, you know, uh, do we really want to carry this into the new year? You know, kind well, of thing. yeah, you know, it's uh, what, especially because it is the new decade. What do you want? What doesn't serve you anymore? And what are we going to let go so that we can start fresh and exactly invent exactly. the new you? Uh, well, I don't know about the new me. The new me's, I don't know. There's many parts well, we left. Want new you. Uh, I think the parts department is kind of empty. Um, so most of my friends have been in there picking over it um, for replacement parts. Uh, fortunately, I don't need any of those things. Um, my hips good. My knees are good. That's what matters. Are we talking about this? Yeah, I'm yeah, too yeah. young to talk about hip replacements. Never mind that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know, but a lot of people carry stuff yeah. that. That just that whole area of uh, being able to let go of grudges and and just the area of forgiveness. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that's an area we're really, really weak in. Um, You know, it's uh, when you know we either we either hold a grudge against somebody who has you know really hurt us, or somebody's probably holding a grudge against us. Uh, We forget that sometimes the words that we say, even though they're never intended. Maybe they're hopefully not intended, uh, are perceived very differently by another person. Mm-hmm. Uh, we never, we can never judge where another person's at Absolutely. in terms of their sensitivity. And you know, we're very good at sh- you know hiding our feelings. We don't show what's mm-hmm. going on. Well, yeah. N- normally, if somebody says something that's not sitting well with you, you just kind of move on and go on. You you never really use the your voice to say, hey, you know that. Really didn't sit well, you know. Exactly, and and what that does is it festers, mm-hmm. yeah. and it can turn into a real nasty piece of anger that can sit in there for some people for years. For years, yeah, absolutely for years. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm one of those people that um, if I'm angry, I'm going to tell you right now. I know that. All right, you know that. <laughs> <laughs> I will let you know fairly quick. You know, as long as long as it's socially appropriate. Mm-hmm. I, I don't like uh, right. having people for dinner and then a couple gets into a fight or something. That's just so boring. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it just you know, it just feels like such an invasion of everybody else's yeah. privacy. Um, but the the fact of that is, you know, um, that 
we in terms of not being able to know where where people are sitting at, I'm thinking of using humor and somebody getting so angry at me years ago that I had misjudged where my client was sitting yeah. in terms of their vulnerability. And I said something just to sort of lighten the mood mm-hmm. as we move towards the end of that session. And uh, that person was not there. And of course, humor, laughter, we hear as being judgment. Yeah. If we're really, you know, and so she went away and uh, for a whole week, uh, and then she came back and said, I am so angry at you. I'm like, what? You know, and it was somebody who I had great respect for. Um, and it was, uh, it was really, it was a great lesson for me. I learned a lot from it. Yeah. But it was kind of devastating to go through that. Oh, yeah. You know, um, so sometimes people hear us very differently than what we intended and that, and that's the thing is that and that's where that don't assume what somebody's saying is about really you know bringing that bringing it forth and you know speaking about how it made you feel or how you know where you, where you went with it because that assumption that's what gets us in trouble absolutely absolutely if i if i can within as i said within a period of socially appropriateness and as you pointed out yes i do tell people uh if i'm uh, uh then it's gone yeah it's absolutely gone you know now some people can say i'm angry at you blah 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 and you know they will will not um they don't let it go yeah They'll that's where the grudge comes in right well, that's one of the places for yeah. sure is, yeah. you know, if someone, if you've said I'm angry and the person apologizes in a true apology mm-hmm. uh, instead of, oh, sorry about that, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. not a real apology. Yeah. Uh, we can talk about that one in a minute, but mm-hmm. um, then that it, it festers it and does. it can get, and some people are grudge, per, are grudge prone. Yeah. Okay. And that's. I think I'm grudge proof. <laughs> um, yeah. That prone piece is... Uh, well, I don't want to be around people like that when they're going oh, yeah. back over and over and over th- something old. Well, you're you're st- you're staying stuck in the victimhood. Oh, totally. Right, and so what they did to you. Yeah, and you start to identify with that. It becomes right? your identity. Yeah, and so you get people to feel sorry for you. Look what happened to me, and you start to just, and that just keeps growing and growing, and then you really don't know how to separate. Well, past, you're not future present. You know, well, future, present, past. Yeah. This is all past. Right. Um, but there is no separation. That's just yeah. it. Once it's becoming your identity, mm-hmm. then y- you're, you know, it's your identity. It's right. who you are. Yeah. Poor me. Yeah. Look what happened to me. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's so disempowering. Oh, my God. You know? Totally. Totally. That's why, you know, I think for me to go up and say, Maria? You just really pissed me off right now. And she's laughing. <laughs> um, not that I've done that too often. Not at all. <laughs> um, but I can talk to talk yeah. to you about it. Yeah. You can talk about it, and it's over. It's done, and, and it's put it. away. It never comes back up again. Right. Some people like to go, when they get into a fight with someone, what is called an archaeological dig. dig. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, well, you did this to me past that, and you did this, right. and you did this, and you did this. Yeah, that's so unfair. That's unfair yeah. fighting. If you are happy with how it happened with the ending and saying, I'm sorry, or whatever, mm-hmm. is leave it there, it's gone, it's dead. Well, that's it. And the, it's not the Lazarus effect. Right. You know, <laughs> Raising the dead. The, well, yeah. I mean, obviously, if it comes back, either you didn't accept the apology that was given, or the resolution has, it, has, it hasn't come to a resolution. It's not in a resolution state right. at all. Right, you know, right. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and, and that's, uh, a lot of people are like that. Yeah. Because they have to have like the last mm-hmm. say. And it has to be said maybe four or five times. Yep. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, you know those people. Yeah, um, yeah. And it's crazy because it, it there's never a place it's going to go to the grave with them probably. Well, it, it is because you're not giving yourself that chance to work through it. And I know we'll talk a little bit more about how to work through all this. But, you know, you just you get stuck. Very stuck. Yeah. Very stuck. And yeah. again, though, it's going to come back to something that becomes your identity is very difficult to clear. Yeah. You know, that yeah. part. I mean, I have a certain amount of compassion around uh, well, yeah. around this, you know, that, um, you know, their needs go way back to much earlier in their life that were never met properly. Well, yeah. And now they're trying to have needs met 
uh, you know, in a way that no one could probably ever meet them. Mm-hmm. And they probably don't even know Bingo. how to get the, not only how to get that, they don't even know they what they needs. are. Yeah, yeah. They don't even know they Absolutely. have certain needs. And it's the modeling that was never given to them, right? Yep. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's no modeling. Yeah. There is no uh, uh, caring in a, in a way that meets a child's needs. Mm-hmm. And a child has needs. They know what they would like to be receiving, but it's not conscious. It's right. not in a way that is even verbalized. Right. It can't be verbalized. The kids can't even figure out what what verbal means. <laughs> no. Yeah. 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 And that and that. That problem that stands around that then is uh, it becomes embedded into the into the yeah. unconscious. Yeah, yeah. You know? and so we have to act it out. Well, that's it, right? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. all they. Know. That's all we know. That's how we know how to show up in the world. Exactly. So yeah. it ends up determining who we are in the present. Yeah. You know, and uh, we think that oh well, that's just who I am. Mm-hmm. Well, that statement usually to me is nothing more than yeah, and I'm not changing. Right. Get used to it, get over it. Right. And it's not about, and it's, uh, you know, it's about taking responsibility. Yeah. You know, I am not what happened to me. Take responsibility for your life today. It's about looking and working through what you need to work through, but then where's the responsibility for where you are at today? Absolutely. Absolutely. We can't change what happened to us as children. Um, uh, What we can do, though, is take responsibility for how we're going to be as an adult. That's exactly. That's no. exactly. And, and people, I mean, there are people who just have tragic, uh, sure. you know, early childhood uh, or mid-childhood even. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, we can't do, we can't do anything about that yeah. Um, yeah. other than not, or helping them, not allowing that to define who they are. Well, that's it. That's the work, it's, right? That's a, yeah, that's the work. It's, yeah. is, um, uh, also, when we have been traumatized, we can often feel responsible that we, you know, we were the bad children. Yeah. We were the thing. Yeah. And until we shift the responsibility for the those events yeah. away from us and take the responsibility for today, then we've got it back in order. That's exactly. And, yeah, that's, right. and that's basically yeah. the long and the short of how yeah. that, that piece has to work. Mm-hmm. And taking responsibility for moving forward. Well, yeah. Grudge is kind of like having your tires on a lake that's frozen on ice (laughs) with no snow. Uh, You know, that's that's really, uh, you know, that's really the big one. Uh, And you're spinning, you're spinning, you're spinning, Mm -hmm. you're spinning. You feel you're getting somewhere. Um, In in some ways, you know, grudges have a tendency to make people feel superior. Because those people that do grudges have a tendency to break down the world into, you know, those that are right and those that are wrong. Yeah. And if you're wrong, you are a wrong person forever. Right. All right? Uh, uh, but there's a tendency because of the victimization for people to feel that somehow they're superior. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they know the way it should have been or, right. the, or what didn't happen or right. whatever. Uh, and where do you learn from that place? You know, <laughs> if someone is totally convinced they're right and I'm going, well, would you ever consider – no. No, absolutely. They're not. Yeah. They're not. They so won't. even therapeutically, it's a very stuck place to be. Yeah. It's a yeah. very stuck place to be. I, yeah. I, I don't like clients like that at yeah. all. No, because uh, they're not moving. <clears throat> they're not able to. No, they're not. They're not moving. And in, in many ways, I question, why are you even here? Mm-hmm. You know, Perhaps, like, you know, that at least I'm doing something. I'm trying, you see, I'm going to therapy. So in their own minds, they're doing the best they can. Well, in their own minds, this is what, really what they're doing. They're, look, <laughs> they're, they're, looking, they're looking for affirmation that yeah. they're right. Yeah, yeah. Well, my therapist yeah. said I am right. Yeah. You know, uh, um, that whole uh, confirmation bias. Right. That they talk about in, in uh, dissonance in uh, CBT. Right. Uh, cognitive behavioral therapy uh, is that we all have a tendency to have this confirmation bias. And that is, is that we look for people that confirm our view of the world. Right. Well, yeah. And we can find therapists that'll do that. Sure. Not the best therapists. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. Now, there are times when absolutely when someone has been tr- truly traumatized, they're truly traumatized. And then, you mm-hmm. know, we want to help them as best we can. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, confirming with somebody that, oh, well, yeah, you're right. The guy's a jerk uh, mm-hmm. is not is not is not good therapy. Well, it's not, and you're not helping your client move on. You're not helping yourself move on. Because <laughs> <laughs> it scares me if I know that a therapist well, that's is in exactly. that place. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know the couple that I've trained along the way. <laughs> uh, you know the um, 
uh, you know, somebody who's been victimized will either keep a, uh, a great deal of silence around it yeah. and hold their superiority, yeah. or they have to tell everybody. Yeah, and neither one are really helping anything. Well, they won't. And, and you know, studies show that in instances like the, the, the people who don't talk at all about it, it becomes very shame-based, yeah. and there's no healing. Mm-hmm. And people who do nothing but talk about it, uh, they're also in a difficult place right. because they don't do they don't do well either. Mm-hmm. What's really important is to find someone that is trustworthy, that yeah. will listen to us but not coddle us. We all want somebody to coddle us. Mm-hmm. That's called get a partner, get a get a, <laughs> get a girlfriend, a boyfriend, um, and uh, cry on their their shoulder. But mm-hmm. if you go, if you want to do it differently, it's got to be someone that can challenge us around yeah. that. Absolutely. You know? yeah. So. You know, the holding of the grudge gets in the way of ever being able to do any concept of forgiveness. Yeah. You know, for sure. Mm-hmm. So I think on that note, before uh, Voice America here takes a grudge against us, we have to uh, <laughs> take a break here. Um, this is Gordon Riddell. I'm here with Maria Galli. And this is Things Worth Considering here at uh, Voice America Internet Talk Radio. We'll be right back. up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Imagine a place where ancient wisdom and modern research combine to create a non-judgmental, dynamic educational environment. We believe learning is much more than just theories. It is the application of those theories that anchor your learning deep inside yourself. Our physical, emotional, intellectual, and spiritual selves are embraced and nurtured, learning how to create an internal balance. This is Transformational Arts College of Spiritual and Holistic Training. Since 1988, we continue our mission of spiritually focused education for all who seek. We offer integrative personal development and professional training in spiritual psychotherapy, holistic health care, spiritual director, coaching, and esoteric studies. We are located in Lawrence Park in Toronto on Young Street, north of Lawrence Avenue. It's easy to get to and harder to leave. Visit our website at transformationalarts.com or inquire at TAC at transformationalarts.com or call us toll free at 1-888-TAC-SELF. Transformational Arts, bringing body, mind, and spirit together. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Things Worth Considering with Gord Riddell and Dr. Jan Hill. We'd love to hear from you via email to info at spiritgrows.ca. That's info at spiritgrows.ca. Now, back to Things Worth Considering. Hi, welcome back to uh, Things Worth Considering. I'm here with Maria Galley. This is Gord Riddell. And uh, we're talking about um, a whole bunch of stuff that we think would be a really good idea to dump before we move into 2020, <laughs> and that is grudges um, and unresolved anger. And uh, we're going to get to forgiveness uh, in a moment. Uh, so... Why else do people do grudges other than, I see it as a huge defense mechanism, mm-hmm. once it, they learn. It really is. It's a, it's a way of keeping people away from you so that they can really figure out who you really are all about. So if you're ranting and raving, nobody's going to really get near you. you well, they, they aren't. Uh, a good, good word, it's just kind of a German word, is grudge master <laughs> <laughs> or grudge meister. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. Know? Uh, yeah. Because... Um, you know, if if uh, all you're going to do is talk about how you've been wronged, uh, people really don't want to be around you. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they don't understand that because of this whole sort of, you know, them being right in the self-righteous piece uh, that they're wondering, like, why why am I not surrounded by people? I'm so good. Yeah. <laughs> and it's because of the anger. Right. You know, people, people don't want to be around uh, old anger. Old resentment, right. uh, because you know it. It really does turn toxic. It, it does, and, and so and you know when it's really big, 
you know that it's not about today's situation. Absolutely. You're Absolutely. holding on to it from that childhood uh, that hasn't really had a chance to get resolved. You know, that's a really important point because mm-hmm. it's one of the ways of determining, you know, the, if someone's suddenly angry at you and it's it's like you took all seven of their children away at the same time mm-hmm. uh, and you're like, wow, this anger is just crazy big yeah. that it's not about today's events. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's 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 totally mixed in with all of the other stuff that really hasn't come out or hasn't been resolved yet. Sure. The other thing, too, is is that very often people with that level of sort of toxic uh, target the wrong person. Yeah, because it's never about the person that's standing in front of you now. You've taken everything that's happened, and here's a good target right here. Right there. Standing right yeah. here. I can just shoot you right now. Right. Uh, and that's probably not where that anger is really going yeah. to. Yeah. It's stuff that's coming up from the past. Absolutely. But it takes a lot of awareness to know that, though. Sure. You know, yeah. so I think that an important piece on this is something worth considering is, is, is your response to what just happened kind of a little bit out of proportion to what really, right. you know, so they broke a glass, right? Did, you know, did they set, you know, fire to the house at the same time, right, right. you know, kind of thing. Uh, that's just a way of self-monitoring, I think, of, of uh, um, knowing that, Wow, that was kind of really big. I think another one is is when you have to go back and apologize. Yeah. Because what you did is you tapped into rage, and rage is always old. Right. Yeah, that's exactly. It's always um, old, and it's shame-based. Yeah, yeah. You know, anger is a great emotion to work through because all it's saying is my boundaries have been crossed and I'm sticking up for myself. But when it comes to that rage, that's nothing about boundaries. Not It's really about... It's boundaryless, yeah, actually, yeah, because exactly. what, what people say and do in a rage is is horrific, yeah. actually. Um, but it's being fueled. The fuel on that is always uh, um, uh, shame. Yep. Again, shame comes up. Um, but... Until we can get past the shame, it's, we can't connect to ourselves and our spirit and yeah. with other people. Absolutely. Because almost all of our behavior is going to be survival behavior yeah. and it's going to be to keep you away behavior. Yeah. Again, someone else, something else to remember well, is when you have such defense mechanisms as the, you know this huge wall of your, your grudge, you're just as trapped because yeah. you're trapped on the inside behind the That's wall. That's it, yeah. And that's, that's exactly. a huge piece. Uh, yeah. I, I know I mentioned it before because I've had good feedback. So someone said, you know, you said that on your show, and wow, that really hit me. Mm-hmm. Is I might be able to keep you out, but I'm also keeping me yeah. in. So you may not be the person I want close to me, but that guy over there is. But yeah. I can't get him to come closer either. Because that's exactly. It's, all, it's very all or nothing behavior. Yeah, yeah, that's and and that's the the you know the sad part about it is that you're really hurting yourself more than anything else. Is that you're keeping yourself so isolated and you can never. I think you mentioned it earlier. You n- can never figure out what people are not around you. Yeah. But you've got that wall up. How is anybody going to get close? Uh, absolutely, and it doesn't yeah. come down very easily. Yeah, no. It's you take the wall down or you leave the wall up. You can't take just a few bricks off that wall yeah. for a couple of people. Right, that's, exact, that's <laughs> yeah. exactly. Yeah. It, it really is. Yeah. Um, people who don't talk about themselves uh, have quite the wall going yeah. going for themselves. Yeah. And then there are those that forgot to put any wall up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> has to tell us everything about yeah. everything and who they're um, angry at since, you know, the birth of God. Yeah. Um, and we're... You know, people just don't want to know that information. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it's, uh, you know, an appropriate appropriate behavior, you know, and by shooting off the raw lands, it's not appropriate behavior. No. And, and it's really not about your healing or your right to speak your truth. You know, just because you you know you have a voice, it doesn't mean that you use it constantly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely, and you know, as as uh, being made in God's image, uh, two two eyes and two ears, only one mouth to be used proportionally. Yeah. yeah. You know, use your eyes to see what you're seeing, and your ears to hear what you're hearing, and then shut up. Yeah. Um, well, that's it, right? Uh, I think yeah. it's important. And it's important. Yeah. It's important. Absolutely. You know, the people that I know that have this strong, you know, anger piece for them, uh, and they're forced because just the sheer power of that energy on the yeah. inside yeah. forces them to keep talking about it. Absolutely. Or yeah. comparing it to it. Yeah. Or whether it's true or not, it's irrelevant. No. They believe that. Yeah. And you know. that's what, you know, what's driving them. 
It is driving. It's their belief. It is driving everybody else away. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. You know whether whether it's you know it's a, a brother, a sister, a, a business person, uh, all of those things. It will it reaches into every part of our life. Yeah. When we have that level of uh, of anger, or we're holding grudges, mm-hmm. especially a grudge, because a grudge is is directed at, at a person. Right. You can't. You, what are you going to have a grudge against your computer? You know. Sure. I mean, it's not working when I want really, it. <laughs> yeah. You throw in the garbage. Go buy another one. <laughs> That's exactly. Uh, but we can't do that with people. Oh. I mean, people try though, mm-hmm. um, and and it becomes very tedious to hear somebody consistently sort of derailing people. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm a, I'm someone who, as you know and can attest to, I'm not a gossiper. Yeah. I do not talk about other people, yeah. uh, including good stuff for them. Yeah. Because that's their news. That's not my news. Mm-hmm. Unless they said tell everybody. <laughs> um, um, but otherwise, you know, I really don't. And it, and I just keep, you know, I'm just thinking right now, like I have a, a very favorite saying, and that is that, you know, great minds discuss ideas and average minds uh, um, discuss uh, events right. and small minds discuss each other. Right. And, and it's, you know, you know, and, you know, gossip is just, it, it creates such a, a negative environment because really how can you trust somebody that, so if I'm sitting here talking about you, how can you really trust me? Because how do you know when you're not around, I'm not talking about somebody else. Well, absolutely. You know? Absolutely. When I walk away, you're going to start talking about absolutely, me. Absolutely, because if that's who I am. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it creates yeah. a very toxic environment. Yeah, it does. You know, it really does. Yeah. Uh, I think it's really important uh, for us to recognize that there's a lot of self-esteem damage yeah. Yeah. and there's a lot of anger involved. Absolutely. Uh, people who, who need to p- sort of put other people in their places well, yeah. behind their back. Well, yeah. I'm going to put you in your place. It's like a game of chess. I'm going to pick you up, carry you over and say, this is your place. <laughs> well, that's it, right? <laughs> I mean, but that's, the, that's you know, the healthy adult way of dealing with it. Who's healthy? Not me. <laughs> How dare you tell me that? <laughs> I always resemble that. <laughs> okay, so we're, we, we've sort of talked about, I mean, um, you know, we can look at, you know, what happens if someone is holding a grudge against you? Mm-hmm. You know, what do you do then? Yeah. 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 I mean, it's the same thing, you know, it's really about uh, going, uh, perhaps, uh, going to apologize yeah if you feel that you know that there's something to apologize about if you absolutely absolutely we always have to remember that what we think and what they think are going to be different because they're holding a grudge yeah apologizing absolutely yeah take responsibility and acknowledge that you made a mistake and what can you do to rectify it well yeah you know, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's uh, that's first and foremost. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, ask what you can do now that would make things better. Yeah. It's too late. Forget it. Ooh. Phew. Now what do you do? Angry person. <laughs> exactly. So right. what do you say? Yeah. All right. Um, you know, if if someone meets you with that, then th- they're not ready to hear your apology. Well, and you have to respect that. And you do have to respect. You know, that. because whatever you have done. You know, it could be something that's that's so hurtful. It could be reminding them of something else that happened to them. You don't know where they went with that. So it's about having, giving them the opportunity to work with it and, and give them space, basically. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Give them, uh, give them some space. It could also be used manipulatively. Sure. All right. If somebody knows our, our uh, hooks and where our buttons are placed. So somebody drops this, well... No, I, I don't accept your apology, blah, blah. And you spend the rest of the, like, the weekend you know, <laughs> thinking about them and yeah. when, where did this happen and so on. Bang, they've got you hooked. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's a real codependency piece. Sure. You know, yeah. uh, so that whole thing about, well, I'm, I'm not ready to talk about it. If they were wronged, there's always a place to talk about it now. Because right. I'm not talking about their behavior. Right. The behavior I'm actually going to talk about right now is... You're being nasty. <laughs> You're being nasty and not letting me talk about uh-huh. it or uh-huh. make an apology to you. Uh-huh. Okay, uh, you know. So it's it's. Uh, I mean, the other thing too is is that what happens if it's like your boss? 
which then we've got to grudge with or something. So what we're saying works well on an equal basis. Right. It doesn't work quite as easily when we're in a power differential. Absolutely, because then you know if you're if you're working for somebody and that and, and then you've got to think about well what am I doing? What am I saying? Do I do I still have a job? I rely on my job to survive. And so there's all the other fears that will start to come in that are going to interfere with your ability to be pretty clear about what you need to do. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Mm. You know, something else that goes in is recognizing that whatever you did wrong, and we're going to assume, given Maria, that you did do something wrong. Well, of course it's uh, always me. Well, of course it is. <laughs> your brothers keep telling me. Hey, uh, <laughs> leave them at it. <laughs> <laughs> Why? You keep calling them in. Uh, my brothers are coming. <laughs> Great, I'll get up violins. Uh, um, so this is, uh, um, you know, how they're perceiving the, the person who, who is holding the grudge against you is they're seeing it as all or nothing yeah. and it's way bigger than it really is. Right. All right. So it really requires us not to get tied into their perception. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a, that's where this can become manipulative. Right. Is, again, isn't this just a little bit too big of a, a reaction, you mm-hmm. know, for whatever, whatever the yeah. issue is? Yeah. Know? Yeah. Uh, and after you made an apology and made a case for your own defense – Leave it alone. Yeah. We go back and go, are you okay, Maria? Yeah. Well, no, I've been thinking about, no, 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 no. <laughs> I know. I'm going to scab on my leg from when I fell. Let's pick it off. Right. That's exactly. And that's what it does. Well, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. That's a, a really important point that you've made your apology. It's done. Let it be done. And been accepted. Yeah. Yeah, yes, but you see, now we feel guilty because we did do something wrong. Guilt is what we're supposed to feel, yeah. all right? That's a healthy place, and the healthy thing to do with sure. guilt is to make amends for it. And you've so just done it. <laughs> we've sort of done that, but right. now the guilt is going, well, just check to make sure she's okay. Right. Uh, and it's right. like, no, 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 no. That's like picking scabs. Yeah, no, absolutely. Healing doesn't happen in skin that's being picked. No, okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> let's not talk about that anymore. No, that's pretty I gross. Don't <laughs> I don't like that. Uh, so, okay, you know, that's kind of about, you know, it is somewhat limiting, but this is what we do know, is, is that uh, when we move into a place of forgiveness with people, that one, we never have to talk to them ever again. We're not condoning any of those kinds of things. But in many ways, it often will heal a relationship. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's yeah. not, and I think that's one of the biggest stumbling blocks about forgiveness. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about it in a minute. But um, is that if I, if I accept your apology or forgive you that uh, I've condoned it. Right. And now I have to talk to you all the time. Mm-hmm. And I have to be nice to you. Right. Um, <laughs> and that's not really what forgiveness is. It has nothing to do with that. Right. You know, but, but I think that that's one of its major deterrents. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. Uh, that uh, one, I have condoned the behavior, and yeah. two, uh, that that I have to hang out with you now or talk to you and, yeah. you know, I have be, to see be you. Uh, yeah. 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 No thanks. Yeah. And sometimes just, you know, when you get to that place of forgiveness, it's not really about having to be, as to put it in your words, that you're the other person's best friends. It's about I've done it. I'm moving on. I'm doing anything. And sometimes you, part of the thing is you might have to give up that relationship. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But and, see, here's the thing, though. If somebody has had that much grudge against you, <laughs> there was no relationship. Well, that's the other thing, yeah. That's my view. That's my well, view. Yeah. You know, how can you have been close to somebody or thinking you were close to somebody when they're sitting with this toxic, you know, uh, uh, you know pool mm-hmm. of toxicity mm-hmm. uh, inside of them? Yeah, yeah. You weren't close in the first place. Well, that's exactly. So how can you lose a relationship that you never really had? Well, that's kind of an interesting, yeah. How do I how do I lose the money I never had? Uh, that's kind of the same thing, right? Go to Boxing Day sales. Yeah, go to Boxing Day sales. Pull up plastic. Yeah, that's exactly. Charge it. Charge yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, but that's a, that's kind of the the bizarre aspect of yeah. of our thinking process. Mm-hmm. So thinking process, we have to go to a break. This is Gord Maria. Uh, things worth considering. We will be back on the other side of these commercials. up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. 
Imagine a place where ancient wisdom and modern research combine to create a non-judgmental, dynamic educational environment. We believe learning is much more than just theories. It is the application of those theories that anchor your learning deep inside yourself. Our physical, emotional, intellectual, and spiritual selves are embraced and nurtured, learning how to create an internal balance. This is Transformational Arts College of Spiritual and Holistic Training. Since 1988, we continue our mission of spiritually focused education for all who seek. We offer integrative personal development and professional training in spiritual psychotherapy, holistic health care, spiritual director, coaching, and esoteric studies. We are located in Lawrence Park in Toronto on Young Street, north of Lawrence Avenue. It's easy to get to and harder to leave. Visit our website at transformationalarts.com or inquire at TAC at transformationalarts.com or call us toll free at 1-888-TAC-SELF. Transformational Arts, bringing body, mind, and spirit together. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You are listening to Things Worth Considering with Gord Vidal and Dr. Jan Hill. We'd love to hear from you via email to info at spiritgrows.ca. That's info at spiritgrows.ca. Now, back to Things Worth Considering. Hi, welcome back again. Uh, this is uh, Gord Riddell. I'm here with Maria Galli. This is Things Worth Considering, and we're hoping that today we're giving you some things to consider around the area of holding on to anger, of grudges, and uh, now we're going to talk about uh, some forgiveness. But before we do, we just want to look at, you know, there's a lot of studies that have been done around grudges, mm-hmm. and it has a huge effect on our on our bodies. Yep. Obviously, we know that it has an effect on our emotions, our spiritual, but with with our bodies, there's been a, a number of studies done. Um, a, a woman by the name of uh, Charlotte Whitville, it's I apologize if I just killed your name, uh, <laughs> at Hope College, a uh, psychologist. She's had a number of, of uh, studies on people who have been hurt or mistreated and, and been offended um, and wanted to look at, you know, what happens to, to them. And so by having them recall, um, you know, a past event that was not a good past event, she was able to monitor blood pressure, heart rate, facial muscle tensions, or sweat glands, um, but also she was doing blood work and being able to determine the cortisol level. Yeah. You know, cortisol, um, what it does is it, it, uh, it's triggered in a fight-flight response. Right. Now, we also have it, though, it builds every night in our bodies. When it, it is flooded into our system, in in a so-called emergency, and um, it, it then it then subsides. It wants to make itself always as available as possible, which means it goes to your fat. Right. And so people who are really stressed out gain, gain weight. weight. Absolutely. And it has very much to do with cortisol. Yep. Well, and how many pieces of cake? Cake you ate last night. <laughs> you know, how, how really taking the pie to bits. Not a good idea for weight loss. <laughs> Uh, but the cortisol plays a huge role. Absolutely. Yeah. Over time, the cortisol, because of where it dumps the uh, the fat, you can wind up with things like fatty liver, uh, which is hugely a problem mm-hmm. uh, yeah. over time. And uh, so you have heart, liver, uh, kidney, yeah. all of those all are getting vital. fatty. Yeah. You know, and fat around those those areas is not a, a good thing. So Absolutely. we want to be able to keep the cortisol down. So, <laughs> you know, just highlighting the fact that when we have really, you know, strong emotions that are stressing us out, they could move from into a place of anger, could move into a place of, of uh, uh, extreme stress reactions, then yeah. we need to be able to interfere in that, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And so the intercept on that would be exercise, uh, breathing. That is, that is, you know, the universal uh, Prozac <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that yeah. was built right into our system. Right. Is when we get upset, we breathe very, very high up in our, our body. Right. <sighs> A really deep breath yeah. will calm you down instantly. Absolutely. It's amazing 
having somebody on a monitor and actually see how mm-hmm. quickly that kicks in. No, absolutely. You it's, know. Uh, you know, there's been so many studies around that, you know, in some of our hospitals here uh, where, you know, having the patient just taking breath and going down, the heart rate slows down, the blood pressure comes down, and and there's just this clearance that just happens. Well, they 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 feel more connected. Absolutely. You know, and that, which is really interesting. But when we live only in our heads, that little tiny space. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, we have all of this room down below it that we can run around in. Yeah, really. Our body. Yeah, really. Um, it's amazing just taking a couple of deep breaths how people actually connect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? yeah. Once you connect, you don't have all of the need to act out a lot of this Well, stuff. that's it, right? Because it brings you back to the present. Yes. Right? And the moment you get into back into the present and back into your body, fear disappears. Absolutely. Because you know what's happening right here, right now. Well, because fear doesn't exist in the, in the, in present. the moment. Yeah. No. Fear Absolutely. has to, yeah. uh, it can be experienced, yes. but it's been, been triggered by something from earlier on. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, when, you know, f- when we manage to get a, uh, a thing around fear, like a handle on it, we actually feel expanded. We feel bigger. Yeah. Yeah. We really yeah. do. You know, and that's the connectedness. Well, that's it because, you know, there's that old saying, they can, love can't be in a place of fear and fear can be in a place of love. So and they're often confused. Right. <laughs> so you're, you're, you know, you're working from one of those two main emotions. So bring, bring love in by breathing. <laughs> but more people are operating from fear, unfortunately. Mm-mm, that's, and that's exactly. You know, that's something we, we really need to to address. But everybody's got to be involved in this, including yeah. including media. Yeah. Uh, not not reinforcing through stupid stories. Yeah. Uh, what our fear is, yeah. we're telling is only stupid stories of horror and tragedy, mm-hmm. and then we're like. Uh, yeah, I don't feel really hopeful. I'm going to go and hide under the bed till well, the next lifetime. Well, that's that's it. That's it. Yeah, absolutely. You know. You know. So, so let's talk about forgiveness here. Yeah, let's. Yeah. Okay, I forgive you. Okay, thanks. You're talking. I forgive on you and too. On and on. <laughs> so, psychologists define fear as our our it's a conscious, deliberate decision to release feelings of resentment or vengeance towards the person or group that we perceive has harmed us, regardless of whether they actually deserve the forgiveness. Yeah, and that's the thing that we feel. Sometimes we are so righteous around the holding on to us. We're talking about this grudge that we feel that they don't deserve our forgiveness. You know, they're such bad, horrible people that they deserve to be punished. Punishment, absolutely. You know, vengeance and punishment. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> that's the tools of the grudge. Yeah, you know, is yeah. how how can we get back at these people? How can we hurt these people? Yeah. Um, and I think that it's really important that we don't want to go there. Yeah, yeah, because it's not serving anybody really, including yourself. And we can make choices about this. This isn't just about oh, yeah, it's easy for him to say. These are actually tools that we can use over a period of time. Absolutely. Doesn't mean it's going to go today, folks. Yeah. Uh, it takes time to heal. It really does. It took time to get hurt. Right. It took took time to you know get screwed up. Yeah. Uh, you know, with our brains and yeah. whatever, it takes time to iron all that back up. Mm-hmm. So our our own impatience really stands in the way. Yeah. Um, I think you know we talked about uh, the idea of uh, forgiveness as being something that uh, lost my train of thought. There, stop <laughs> looking at me. <laughs> oh no, I'm having a self esteem moment. <laughs> um, so okay, forgiveness. People people accept apologies when they get compensated. Right. And we learned that as a child. We do. All right. Oh, daddy or mommy, sorry, here, here's a chocolate bar. Mm, that's exactly. Uh, or whatever. Yeah, whatever they give you. Yeah. Here, mommy, daddy's wrong. Here's the lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> There's the grown-up speaking. Right. We become so litigious um, yeah. that uh, I, I just really wonder, are we really that wronged? And uh, and people are making big bucks out of it. Yeah, uh, I yeah. do know people that in Ontario have been, they are not allowed to launch another lawsuit <laughs> because they have been so litigious in tying up the courts. <laughs> Their faces at each courtroom. And just oh, about, no. they, you know, instead of the, the weigh scales, that person that holds them, they're going to put them there. Yeah, uh, yeah. But 
they probably maybe the first couple of times did okay, but then gradually they get their number. Yeah. Um, that need to feel that we're somehow or other, you know, compensation takes it away. Yeah. Are we really that shallow? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, yeah. Uh, does it does it take grudges away? Absolutely not. It doesn't. Will it clear up your anger? No. Absolutely not. No. Those. That's just such a process. That takes a very long time. Mm-hmm. It really does to to clear out of that. Yeah. Uh, going to church <laughs> and you do a confession or you do a group confession. Yeah. Like you know, okay, I'm asking for forgiveness. Oh, I don't really kind of feel like that just happened for me. Well, of course it doesn't happen for you. Right. Okay? Not that it can't happen through church or through some divine intervention. However, the fact of the matter is it takes time. It does. And and that's, you know, and we're so impatient in the Western world. Everything, you know, the computer doesn't start off in three seconds. Uh, we get all. Tragedy. Uh, Tragedy. You know, and so with <laughs> forgiveness, it does take time because don't forget, you got to work through that grieving process. Well, yeah. You Do know? you want to talk about that? Sure. All right, tell yeah. me about it. Well, you know, whenever we find that we're angry or there's something, we feel that we've been wrong, there's a loss. There's some kind of a loss. And so with any kind of loss, there's a process that we have to go through. There's many emotions. There's anger. There's, you know, sadness. There might be some guilt, some shame, whatever happens to be. But we, So we have to be able to work through all those emotions because forgiveness is that last, last step in the forgiveness process. It and, really is. You know, and you can you can shortchange it. You can't just skip out on it. But I don't want to do the grieving part. Well, then you're not getting to forgiveness, uh, you <laughs> basically. You know, and that's the thing. Like, and it takes a, lo- a lot of uh, courage. It takes a, a lot of strength to be able to look at yourself and go through all of that, whether you're trying to forgive somebody else or yourself. It's all the same steps. And well, it is. You know, and sometimes one of the things that gets in the way of of doing that is just that if I let that go, that's all I have left of well, that person. Well, that's it, right? You start to identify. That's the grief piece. Right. Yeah. You know, and so uh, how important is that? You know, because really there's that old saying that forgiveness is the gift that you give yourself. It really, really is. It's not about the other person. You're not condoning their actions. You're not doing any of that sort or you're not wimping out. There's so much out (laughs) there. You know, it's really about you being able to, you know, give yourself permission to be your best self, Mm -hmm. to have joy in your life. And move on. What? Joy? <laughs> you know. I dated her once. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> I would say something, but I won't. <laughs> Joy left. Um, yeah, well, that's it, right? Yeah, absolutely, you know? absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. It's, um, if, but if, if, I mean, we really see this in grief is that if I take grief through to the final end, then mm-hmm. I don't have anything left. Right, right. Know? So if we have used grudges and anger as being a self-definer, yeah. it's now our identity. Right. And now we're going to grieve it. <laughs> now who am I when that thing is gone? <sighs> <laughs> you know? Exactly. You know? And, you're, and again, it's about starting to come to an understanding that you're, you know, it's not really about, you know, what the loss, that wrong, that suffering, that, 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 not letting that define you. Right. Because that's who you, not who you are, you know, but we associate with that. That's who I am. I'm the person that got wronged. I'm the person that got, you know, beat or I'm the person that whatever you want to, whatever that wrong is. But that's not really who you are. That's not your being. Right. That's an experience that has happened to you. Experience that has happened. happened. Has. Past tense. Yeah, that has, right? Exactly. You know, and so don't, you know, work through it and go where you need to go. Yeah, yeah. To that forgiveness piece. <laughs> well, you know, yeah, through the forgiveness thing. <laughs> well, I think it's actually, it's through the grief thing. Um, yeah. You know, the um, uh, this one fellow who's really quite quite a writer in this whole field, um, you know, says is that in every instance in his work, his name is Fred Luskin, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. that it is always about us getting used to people saying no. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just another way of of saying what your lost piece was is is that you know you you really believed and wanted that your partner would not have an affair and right. they did. Right. So guess what? You didn't get yes. You got no. And no. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was on and on. You'd hope yeah. that they would spend money properly and they don't. Right. Now you have a big bill. They just said no to you. Right. Uh, 
it's is uh, he identifies it as as us mm-hmm. having to learn to get used to mm-hmm. no. And and I love that idea that you know sometimes so uh, you know we do need to have that no and accept it. Exactly. Exactly. You know, yeah. uh, accepting it, that's the hardest part there is. Yeah, that's, that's exactly. Because you know? we are owed a yes with everything We're that we want. We're owed to a yes for everything. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. kind of like that entitlement piece, isn't it? Yeah. But then there's also the karma piece. It doesn't necessarily mean either that your karma is matching up because you're in a no position. Right. That's, that's, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sometimes the universe has to say no in order to keep us in line. <laughs> well, yeah. You know, in some way, shape, or form, or, uh, you know, I, I, you know, I joked about, you know, not going shopping because of my, <laughs> my, my disdain and fear and everything else of, of uh, crowds of people. Right. Is the good news is, is I don't have a big credit card. Well, that's exactly. <laughs> that's exactly. So it's actually, so it's working in my favor. Mm-hmm. Kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You know. I, I think that, you know, forgiveness, there's, there's a number of exercises that can be done mm-hmm. uh, in letting go. We talked about apologizing and so on. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's really, you know, it really takes a lot to turn hatred into love. Yeah. You know, um, and yeah. if you want to see someone really her, 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 heroic, <laughs> okay, so look to those who can forgive. Right. That's exactly. You know, and that's from the uh, Bhagavad Gita. Yeah. Gita, sorry. Uh, you know, the essence of forgiveness is being resilient when things don't go the way you want them to go yeah. at the space, at the pacing you want it to be at. Uh, you know, it's it's uh, it's very difficult to be at peace and be vulnerable. Yeah. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. Uh, because if we're, if we're feeling vulnerable, we want to go to a really edgy place. Yeah. Uh, because we better keep those walls up and keep everything right. happening. And well, the fact is... It takes a lot of work. It does. It really, really does. <coughs> yeah. It really. Yeah. Yeah. It's not easy being human, you know. It's not, but you know, it, it's you know, it's really a lot of fun trying to get through all this, isn't it? <laughs> it is. It is actually. It really it is. is. It's a you know, there's just uh, so much that can happen when you learn to. It is. Yeah. What happened? We're at the end of the show. Oh no. <laughs> we so now get back to work. Okay, I'm uh, going. <laughs> Okay, uh, uh, we uh, have a good New Year's. Thanks, you too. Okay. And thanks for a having me on. It's fun. 2020. Yeah. And uh, uh, I wish everybody out there a very safe and happy uh, New Year's uh, Eve, New Year's Day. And uh, hey, welcome to 2020. <laughs> thanks. Good night. Bye. Thank you for tuning into Things Worth Considering. Please join your hosts, Dr. Jan Hill and Gord Riddell, for another edition next Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. This week, think about the connections in your life and how they define who you are.